So what's your point, John? John says that the word, God's word, is the source of all things. So if you sit down and you're sitting there by this fire with John in this damp cave, you say, John, okay, my mind just got blown here, but let's talk through this real quick. Why is the sky blue? And he would say, well, the word. Well, why is fire warm? And he would say, well, it's the word. Like, well, why, why does the moon circle around the earth? And he would say, well, it's the word. John, you're just saying the word over and over and over here. Let's try something different. Why are women in the bathroom so long? Why? Why is 80s fashion back in style? Now, I don't think God even knows the answer to that one. But John, Johnny, Jono, I mean, I love you, man. That whole 316 thing is awesome. Love it. And Revelation blew my mind. I love what you're doing here, but let's just be clear here. Do you realize how crazy someone will sound in 2014 if they just say, the word, the word, the word caused everything? Do you realize how crazy it will sound if we go around saying, why does everything exist? Because of God's word? Like, that you're saying that some word that exists in some unimaginable dimension in an indescribable way that no one could ever know or see, that that's the reason for everything. Do you know how crazy that will sound? You see, what's happened since you've died? I'm sorry, John. Truth's hard. About 1,600 years later, there's this thing called the Enlightenment. We really like it. We do. Scientific method. We can measure things. We can observe things. We have facts. We don't just have to say the word anymore. So John's like, great. I've got a question for you. Why do apples fall from a tree? And we're like, easy. Easy, John. We know this one. Why do apples fall from a tree? Sir Isaac Newton He's got her back covered here, right? He's not a pretty man, but he's a smart one. So, duh, gravity. Gravity, mass, and it's the same reason why the planets circle the sun and the moon circles the earth. Gravity, right? But, but John would say, but why? Why does gravity work? And Isaac Newton, and, and we're just like, I don't know. It does. It really does. It seems to. But that's okay, because you just move a few hundred years forward, and, and you got this guy. This guy, he knows so much. He's got the answers for us, right? He is, he, we don't have to say the word anymore, because we know what gravity really is. It is a seggy mattress. Huh? Huh? Have you guys had your physics? Do you remember the seggy mattress thing? This is what gravity really is. That there's this space-time continuum, and this, the mass of objects creates fluctuations in space-time. So it's really just things rolling towards each other. So why does the apple fall to Earth? Because there's a fluctuation in space-time, and it's just following the line of that. Huh? Doesn't that sound great? It does. And so we ask the question that that we need to ask Einstein. That John's going to ask us is, well, does it work all the time? So well, yes, it does. General relativity has been proven to like the one trillionth of a percentage of the time that it's, it's accuracy. General relativity, which explains gravity and all this, it, it works. It works all the time except when it doesn't. I mean, there's this one kind of troubling thing that when you get down to quantum physics, when you get down to the very smallest things, for some reason, at subatomic particle levels, at quarks and leptons and electrons, you can pretty much throw all that out the window. You guys know this, right? 
That at that level, gravity, general relativity don't make sense. In fact, general relativity contradicts everything that happens there, and everything that happens there contradicts general relativity. So, John says, well, that makes perfect sense then. Okay, great. So what is the answer? Why, why does gravity work then? And that's, that's okay, because, okay, what Isaac Newton couldn't do, and what Einstein couldn't do, this guy can do. This is Brian Greene. Do you guys know Brian Greene? You need to watch Nova. This guy's awesome. He wrote The Elegant Universe. He explains to us that what happens, the the grand unified theory of everything is that underneath, at the smallest level, what is before and under gravity is actually these tiny vibrating strings of energy. They are unimaginably small. In fact, by definition, you cannot observe them. You can't see them in any way, shape, or form. That they function... In order to, to function in the universe the way we understand it, they have to function in, in an unimaginable but mathematically necessary seven dimensions. And what causes these superstrings to form gravity in the universe as we know it? Well, the answer is simple. Something unimaginable and indescribable from another dimension caused it. To which John says, that's great! Science has taught us so much! So I over here said, said that what really caused everything in the universe is that there's an unimaginable wor- word from some indescribable spiritual dimension that was the cause of all things. And here we have 21st century physicists telling us that the only way you can understand creation or the universe is through an unimaginable and indescribable dimension. So, Robert Jastrow, back in the 70s, 80s, he's he was kind of on the leading edge of a lot of this stuff. I don't know if you guys ever read popular physics stuff. It's actually a lot of fun. You should. It really is. It's like, it's like philosophy and life and everything all together. Robert Jastrow, he wrote a book called God and the Astronomers, and in it, he ends with this very, very famous quote. Now, this is a leading NASA scientist, astrophysicist, and not a Christian. And he says this. For scientists, for the scientist who has lived by his faith in the power of reason, the story ends like a bad dream. He has scaled the mountain of ignorance. He's about to conquer the highest peak. And as he pulls himself over the final rock, he is greeted by a band of theologians who have been sitting there for centuries. (laughs) So what we mean to say is, in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Maybe that's not so stupid. 